Welcome, friends. Here's another episode of Quest for You. I'm Janine, and this is your podcast to get you motivated for the day and to make some changes to become your best self. Today, I want to talk about fasting. I know that doesn't fall into my usual category of topics, which mostly revolve around habits, goals, mindsets, behaviors, and techniques that help us become our best self, that quest for us. But in a sense, it does. I don't much talk about the physical aspects that help me be my best self, but I have dedicated a few rare episodes to topics such as nutrition, exercise, and sleep. Because without the physical aspects, all my other efforts become more difficult. Without exercise, I feel sluggish and lack ideas. Without healthy nutrition, the sluggishness is even worse and I won't feel like working out. And without proper sleep, I cannot focus and produce content that inspires you. Everything is connected. And to be our best self, we eventually need to look at all areas of our life. I don't like to give advice, however. I try to be careful in telling people to eat this or that or try a certain workout or sleep a certain number of hours. For once, everyone is different. What works for me doesn't necessarily work for you. And then there's plenty of information on those topics already out there, however cluttered and confusing it may be. There are people that have more knowledge on those topics. You just have to find them. Not everyone who gives advice has the expertise on the info that they are presenting. I like to share what works for me and how what I do helps me on my quest for me. You see, I'm very focused on my health because the more I am, the better of a person I become. And this is why these kinds of topics also have a place on the quest for your journey. I don't want to tell you what you should do. I merely want to share why I do what I do. You can then evaluate if it resonates with you and maybe experiment with some of the same things. Because it's only through trying something different that you learn and discover more about yourself. This is what I did. I just experimented. And only when I find something that works for me, and it has to work for a while, not just for a couple of weeks, then I feel comfortable to share it with you. Fasting, just like eating, exercising, and sleeping, serves both a physical and a mental purpose for me. Physically, it helps me maintain my weight and makes me feel better. Mentally, it challenges me out of comfort into discomfort. I will dive into both aspects shortly. Let's first talk about the concept of fasting. I don't want to go into detail here, as the topic has exploded in popularity over the last couple of years and a Google search will result in a wealth of information that you can dive into at your leisure. I first began fasting, I want to say four years ago. And at that time, there was very little information available. I experimented first with intermittent fasting, which I will explain in a minute. My first multi-day fast was five days long. I picked the five days leading up to Christmas, and I tracked my glucose levels and heart rate in an Excel spreadsheet. I loved it. I felt better every single day. My second multi-day fast was supposed to be six days because I wanted to beat my previous goal. 
but it wasn't nearly as good. In fact, it was horrible. I only made it to five days. I didn't feel good. I was in a bad mood. I could not focus. I was just done after five days. And since then, I haven't attempted another multi-day fast. There are many options if that's what you want to try. Some people fast for three days every month. I have a friend who fasts 24 hours every Monday, something that I am also trying to do. There are also different theories out there on what constitutes a fast. For me, the answer is pretty straightforward. No calories. When I fast, I only drink water and tea. Some people drink coffee. Others think a certain number of calories are okay. I don't agree. Fasting means zero for me. The fasts that I have played with over and over again and that really work for me and that I want to talk about today are the daily intermittent fasts. And basically what this is, is instead of eating all day, I shorten my eating window and only eat for about eight hours. That means I usually stop eating around 8 p.m. and don't start again until noon the next day. Some days I can barely make it to 11. Those are usually the days after a heavy workout or a long climbing day. Other days I forget all about time and the app that I use reminds me that I reached my 16 hours. But even then I may not be hungry or maybe busy and wait another hour. Fasting between 13 to 18 hours every day brings many health benefits that you, again, can read about online. And those were my initial motivation to get me started with fasting. But the longer I kept up this routine, the more I like it, because I feel how good it is for me. For some time, I stopped intermittent fasting, I want to say maybe for a year. I was working with a personal trainer who wasn't a fan and believed I needed a solid breakfast. I ate because I followed his specific diet plan, but I can tell you I never liked it. I missed my fasting days. I just feel better when I don't eat right away when the day starts. The body adjusts. I'm naturally not hungry in the morning, but after following his plan and eating breakfast regularly, my body started craving food at 8 a.m. Thankfully, now that I'm back to fasting, I'm just not hungry until around lunchtime. Again, I'm not telling you to adopt this kind of fasting method. I'm sharing with you why I do it. Physically, here are some benefits I have noticed, and they are not uncommon for others who do this type of fasting. One, more focus. I can't talk about this enough. But my mental focus is at its best when I don't eat. My mornings are my most productive hours especially after the little hunger surge that comes around 11 passes. If I'm able to resist that, then my energy and my mental concentration are top-notch. Coincidentally, as I am working on this episode, I'm actually fasting. I'm already on my 18th hour. It is Monday, and as I told you previously, I'd like to play with a full day per week of fasting. I just haven't been successful yet, but I'm working my way slowly towards this goal. Every Monday, I try to fast as long as possible, with the ultimate goal to eventually eat my first meal at dinner. If you have mental work to do for the first part of the day, this schedule may be very beneficial for you. Either way, my encouragement for you here is this. One, as I say with everything, take small steps. 
When I started intermittent fasting up again a few months ago, I started with 14 hours and then slowly worked my way towards 16. And no, I'm not going any higher. My exercise routine is such that I do need to eat to have energy to work out. 16 hours is my sweet spot. Find yours. This will take some time and experimentation. Breakfast may be your most important meal. And you might be okay without a dinner. I need to eat in the evening because I work out in the evening. If my workouts were in the morning, I might have, I might have a different routine. It all depends on your lifestyle. You simply try it out and don't give up. My other piece of advice with fasting is this. Your body is highly adaptable. I mentioned this already. If you eat every day at noon, it will eventually crave food every day at that time. If you stop eating lunch at noon, your body will cause you some stress, but not for long. You are in charge. If you keep at it, your body will adjust to the not eating, just the same way it adjusted to the eating. The second major physical benefit of fasting for me is weight management. Ideally, skipping breakfast means I'm skipping a meal and therefore eat fewer calories overall. I said ideally because it often doesn't work this way. By noon or one, I am quite hungry and I usually eat a bigger meal. A word of caution here. There is a tendency to go all out during the short eating window. I have done it, so I know. Sometimes, knowing I'm coming up at 8 p.m., I will just add a snack and another snack after my already filling dinner, just because. So this is something I have to be very conscious of, and I've heard others mention it as well. It is also very easy to eat just whatever or consume foods that are not healthy. I still prep my meals and I try to eat well. I also have to keep my active lifestyle in mind. I need calories to be able to perform well in the gym, but it's not as many calories as some people may think. For me, my noonish meal is fairly big and the remaining meals for the day are smaller, often just snacks. Some fasters eat two big meals, some only one in their eating window. My encouragement for you here is if you want to try fasting, find the most convenient time for you. Obviously, sleeping time is time when you don't eat, but then you have to figure out where to get the extra hours from. I have noticed something very interesting. I naturally fast when I'm out in the wilderness climbing or hiking. Sometimes we start a day really early and there's no time to eat until the afternoon. Other days I eat a breakfast because I have a physically challenging day ahead. Usually that is when I'm climbing long routes. But then I'm so busy all day, I may not eat again until dinner. The best way to try out fasting is when you are busy, ideally both physically and mentally. And this is why multi-day fasts are very hard for me. I'm in the office Monday through Friday and I only stand at a desk. My work only keeps me occupied for certain stretches of time and then my thoughts will wander to food. But when I'm running around doing stuff, I hear my stomach talking to me, but I don't have much time to pay attention to it. I just got back from my Thanksgiving trip to Utah and I fasted my full 18 hours almost every day there. I didn't plan on it like I plan it when I'm at home. It simply happened. We woke up and went hiking. It was so cold, we needed to warm our bodies up before we could stand in the freezing cold and cook something. 
We often eat just because it's time to eat and that's when everyone eats. Remember, this time in your life is your time. You can decide when to eat. When I heat up my breakfast at noon in the office, people think it's my lunch. Do what makes you feel good, not what everyone else does. There are many other physical benefits to fasting that are less obvious and that you read about on the internet. My digestion, for example, is much better. And I've also noticed that it gives me more energy overall. You will have to experiment and see what it does for you. This brings me to the mental benefits of fasting. And those are equally important. One, it's a challenge. Every day, I'm faced with a little bit of discomfort. And I love it. Food is so readily available everywhere. It's easy to eat. Even if I don't bring breakfast to work, there are plenty of opportunities to eat in my office. But knowing I cannot eat, not eating on purpose, watching the time that tells me when I'm allowed to eat again, I enjoy that small daily challenge, even though it's a restriction I imposed on myself. I've noticed that a little bit of constraint every day helps me develop a sense of discipline that I then can apply in other areas of my life. The reason I like intermittent fasting so much as a weight management strategy is that I find it easier to not eat for long stretches of time than to wait several hours in between meals. This was always hard for me when I ate according to a diet plan. I had small, calorie-measured meals, but I suffered in between those meals. They were too small for me, and my discipline wasn't there to avoid the snacks that are all over me in my office to fill up just a little bit more, and thereby always taking me over my calories, of course. With intermittent fasting, I can have a decent-sized meal, and I'm not talking overeating here, but a meal that makes me feel full and satisfied. I use an app called Zero to track my hours. It's not necessary. The clock tells me every day what time it is and I know when I stopped eating at 8 that I can eat again at noon. The math is not the reason I use the app. But as humans, we all like tracking. Seeing our progress gives us a sense of accomplishment. And for me as a chart freak, I like seeing my weekly fasting chart and my weekly fasting average. It pushes me to last another 30 minutes the next day just so I can get my average up. And the second mental benefit is focus as well. Physically, and I already spoke about this, I am more focused as a result of my brain going into survival mode, leading to increased ability to focus on the task at hand. But mentally, there's also the added benefit of not having to think about food. It's just not an option. So there is no distraction trying to figure out what to eat. It allows me to focus on my work. For example, at work there may be a breakfast catered in or donuts might be laying around. Instead of contemplating what and how much I should eat, I don't even think about it because it's not time to eat. When on the road, it's the same thing. I don't have to worry about breakfast. I can focus what I have to do. I think we spend many of our waking hours thinking about food. What to eat, where to eat, with whom to eat. It can be a distraction at times, taking us away from the stuff we really need to be working on. Lastly, I enjoy food more after a long fast. I noticed this especially on my recent trip, which I will talk about soon. 
A meal tastes so much better after a long hike or a morning busy with other tasks. So there you go. This is why I fast. I like the challenge it adds to my days. I like the time it gives me back where I don't have to think about food. And most importantly, I like how I feel when I fast, physically and mentally, when I reach my little goal of 16 hours every day. I love it. And maybe you want to give it a try. Certainly, you can reach out to me with questions if you have them. Until then, much love.